Welcome back to That's the T. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. And we are here bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible. Today, Ryan, today. It is our week 11 preview episode. No, it's a recap episode for week 10, but we're, we are posting it on week 11. Yes. Good catch. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Very it was solid. another weird week. I feel like week nine trickled into week 10 in terms of like the weirdness of things that happened. I don't know if it just trickled in. I think it just carried over. <laughs> just the whole thing, right? I mean, there was a lot of weird games, man. There are a lot of weird games, and today for reading the tea leaves, we're going to do something different. We're actually going to rip open all of the games that were played throughout week 10 and hopefully give y'all some fancy advice and some insight for things that you should look for coming into week 11 or just to, you know, actually recap week 10. Yeah, we're trying to this thing so it gives you a more holistic approach of the previous week. Of the previous week, and it helps a lot because it helps me out too because it helps me remember some of these games such as Thursday night football, which felt like two weeks ago, to be honest with you, when Miyamai upsets the Ravens 22 to 10. Ryan, I after after the Ravens performance, it's hard to kind of find something optimistic, but I can find one thing. And I think it's Rashad Bateman. He looks really I, good. I think so too. And I think you would think with a score of 22, the Dolphins would have had some offensive action, right? But they had one TD run by Tua, and that was it. The rest were like field goals or uh, the defense scoring. So I don't think you should – yeah, no need to click the pan button just yet. Sit tight with players like Waddle and Bateman, like you said. Exactly. You, I totally forgot that Tua came in halfway through the game when he mm-hmm. didn't even start. Yeah. And he won. He won he the won. game for them. So very good for the Dolphins. I mean, he, he got his finger hit too. Remember? Yeah. I think we talked about it, and Joe Buck was like, you know, was like finger for like ten yeah. minutes. That was exactly. That was he was ready for Brissette to come back. Yeah, he was ready for, that was literally the whole the whole broadcast from that. But yeah, really good game for Miami. Hopefully, they can carry on with their momentum into next week. Moving on, though, a team that had no momentum. It's the Falcons. Yep. Playing the Cowboys, they lost forty three to three, and it was a tough day in the office for the Falcons, whose leading scorer was. Can you guess who? Yahoo! I mean, the, the only three. Wait, oh, in, in fantasy, in fantasy, in fantasy, in fantasy. It, yes, it, technically in okay, points. Okay. Yes, good job, Young Hoku. <laughs> yeah, technically yeah. He's scoring the only points. Yeah, for the Falcons. <laughs> wow. But with that being said, Coral Patterson is kind of injured. They get the early game. I'm not trusting any running back for Atlanta against a really good Patriots team. So I'm again the Falcons' offense right now. I'm trying to take. I'm not trying to get as many shares as I can, but the Cowboys, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get in. I'm trying to buy yes. in for the Cowboys. Yeah. I think this game was so bad that Fox switched it to a different game. Like during the third quarter, I think it was around 12 PM our time. Mm-hmm. They just switched to a different game. Cause it was so bad. Like they scored what? 29 points in one quarter. <laughs> it wasn't even yeah, Like in the second quarter. And then what happened was Atlanta came out and they did, they did the same thing. They did first half and they're like we're done (laughs) no more you know but you would think like 29 points amari cooper nowhere to be seen are you concerned about amari cooper i was just gonna get there i think uh uh i'm not i think i might have mentioned this before i'm not worried about gallup eating into cooper's fantasy value but Mm -hmm. i'm scared about cd cd lamb is getting all the attention and i think amari cooper is more of like that like uh second option that's very reliable but like the star is not him 
Mm, you think you think the stars? I, I guess like the spotlight has kind of shifted over to CD Lamb as opposed to Mark Cooper. I see that. Yeah, I see that a lot. I'm more concerned if you thought that not you specifically, but if people thought that Dalton Schultz was going to be a tight end one still, I think uh, that door is slowly closing. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I think you need to look at other options if you have Dalton Schultz right now because all those targets went to Michael Gallo. But yeah, yeah that's all we have for that one. Another game. There were a lot of blowouts. Can you believe that? Another team dropped over 40 points. It was the Patriots who dropped 45 against the Browns who scored one touchdown. They scored seven. No Damian Harris, no problem. Unfortunately, though, the Ramondre Stevenson season is going to last one game because Damian Harris is expected to play Thursday night. But Mac Jones looked really good. He actually looked, he's been improving every single week. It's been surprising. He's the only rookie QB to have a QBR of higher than 100 in any That's game. Crazy. And he has five of those because all the other rookie TV, uh, rookie QBs are, you know, just not it, I guess. But my That's question crazy. is who's the scapegoat now that OBJ is gone and like Baker is still struggling? It's, or do, it's or Baker. can we finally point? Yeah, yeah. Can we finally point fingers at Baker? It's Baker. But we're going to talk about a game later this in this podcast. Did the team that get OBJ really do that well? You're right. You're right. Question mark. Fantasy-wise for the Pats, though, I, I think there's nothing worthy in fantasy to pick up. But Jacoby Myers did get his touchdown, I think. He got the hardest touchdown. Yeah, but I don't think you should pick him up because of it, though, or start him because of it. Exactly. People are like, oh, pick up Kendrick Bourne. And I'm like, no. Uh, no. No. <laughs> the only pass no. catcher you want are their running backs. Yes. That's it for me. But yeah, moving on. A tight game. I was kind of watching it on my phone or at least like getting like the, the highlights and the updates. The yeah. Titans, they upset the Saints 23-21. Mark Ingram did his best Alvin Kamara impression. And he did great. And I think literally the notion to that is if you own Alvin Kamara, you need Mark Ingram. Yeah, you need him as like that handcuff. But it's like, yeah. it's like kind of like, I feel like from now on, if you own Aaron Jones next season, you need AJ Dillon see and it's like one of those things and i feel like you know like you bring up a really good point we're probably going to talk about it later on but we'll talk about it now it sucks holding on to aj Dillon for 10 weeks and having him be nothing more than a flex but my goodness and we're not hoping for injuries when when aaron jones goes goes out aj Dillon's an rb1 and that's literally where you cash in but the thing is, it's, it's the nature of the sport. The, the injuries are inevitable. Like, you're going to get them. So it's not like we're hoping for. It's just like, it's bound to happen to somebody. It's a, it's a dangerous sport. It is. So, again, you need, and I emphasize this as much as possible, I do it in most of my fantasy leagues, get the handcuff to your star running backs. It's going to hurt when you are playing against your handcuff. Those are the worst games, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but not all handcuffs though because the thing is you have to know which handcuffs to pick like the ones we just mentioned mm-hmm. pick them up but like mm-hmm. jeremy mcnichols don't do it because you don't know what they're gonna do when derrick henry goes down we still don't know what's going on very true i think they're like four to five really good handcuffs tony pollard aj Dillon, chuba hubbard alexander madison and probably mark ingram probably yeah those are like the only ones i could think of off top of my- maybe Kenyon drake Maybe, maybe, but that's for another day. I'm so sorry to open that up. How about we talk about something else? Sounds <laughs> yes, sounds good. Let's move on. Let's move on. We got the Washington football team, another upset game. They dropped 29 points on the Buccaneers, who, who lost 29 to 19. I think the biggest stunner 
is the fact that Antonio Gibson finally came to play. Yeah, 20 points. 20 points, two 20 rushing points. touchdowns. He looks really healthy. I mean, I think he should be in lineups the rest of the way, given his very soft schedule and his goal line work. I think so as well. Injury alert here, though. Chase Young went down. Probably no real fantasy implications here because I don't know if anyone was even starting Washington's defense or was high in <laughs> Washington's defense. But yeah, Chase Young did go down. My question, though, is I think this is like the other game that was kind of weird since Thursday night is because what the hell happened to the Bucks? Yeah. Like teams think, that should be winning aren't winning. The teams that should be winning aren't winning. And I mean, I haven't watched much tape from this Buccaneers game, but it's like, I even think Chris Godwin played. Don't think like, he that's played. a scary. I think he did. So oh, had, he played. Yeah. I just had, heard something about, oh, go ahead. No, I think, yeah, Evans and, and Godwin both played. So that's two out of their three weapons. So I don't know. Yeah, I think Antonio Brown didn't play. Yeah. So they did have two out of three. Mm hmm. Yeah, the only thing I heard, though, was Bruce Arians blaming Tom Brady for something in the media <laughs> about, like, oh, interceptions wow. being his fault or something like that. But okay, that's all I heard. One of them looked really bad. One of them did look kind of bad. So, you know, it's crazy. And we're talking about this just really briefly. How come Washington just knows how to play the Buccaneers really well? Because remember in the playoffs, they were probably the best team that played yeah. Tampa Bay. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ron Rivera. I don't know. It's Ron Rivera, right? Yeah, it's definitely that's... him. Coming from the South coming from the south yeah all right we got the bills the what one of the last teams that scored 45 points against the jets who scored 17 i mean i don't know if there's much analysis for this one the jets were bullied once again it was kind of weird though because josh allen looked better but i don't know he didn't have like a spectacular game for the Bills scoring 45 points who did though was matt breda who had a receiving and a rushing touchdown. And now I don't know which running back I want in Buffalo. I don't think you, since the beginning, I don't think there was a running back that you would want from Buffalo. Like, cause you don't know Zach Moss. You don't know about Devin Singletary. I haven't heard Matt Breda's name since he was on the Niners. I don't know. Right. Exactly. Very, very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, we didn't, we didn't expect a different outcome here. I think the bills, <laughs> the, 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 the bills got what we all expected, which is a dub. Yeah, but oh man, what's his name? Mike White. Can't believe not it. the American author. Not the American author. He yeah. it's so sad that he lost his starting job just like that. He got he no, pulled no. a Nathan Peterman. Yeah, you know, he's being sat this week for Joe Flacco, and it's not and this is not 2013. This is 2021, and we're starting Joe Flacco. And we're yeah, that's my god. More to come. We'll have analysis for that later on, but yeah, that's just super crazy another game that was kind of crazy uh, was like the lions yes who played the steelers and they they didn't they didn't lose for a second they, straight week for a second straight week yes but they good. didn't win either they tied with the steelers 16 all it was a very ugly game for both teams <laughs> and it was weird because you know they didn't test jared goff this week and they being his own team can you believe that i'm just saying the Lions could have won. They very well could have won, but mm -hmm. their kicker decided, you know, not to win. They want to carry this, the suspense over for one more week. You know, first week was a bye. You couldn't lose. This week, you tie it. Next week is the win, right? Yes, I'm telling you. Or they just want the number one pick. It's the easiest way to get the number one pick, man. You win, you lose close games, but you give, you give the fans hope. 
I feel like they want to win. You're telling me. <laughs> what, what's his name? Dan Campbell? Told the kicker, hey, man, can't have you making this one. But we won't cut you. <laughs> we promise you have to trust me on this one. We yeah, won't yeah. cut Pinky. you. Pinky, pinky, pinky. That's so you know, funny. Also, side note, Najee Harris did not know you could tie in, a, in an NFL game. Correct. Yes. Side what note, T.J. Hawkinson scored the same amount of points as you and I. I think we're qualified for the NFL. I think so, too. Yeah. Moving on, the Colts and the Jaguars. The Colts win 23-17. to 17. It was a blowout and then a comeback. And then finally... And a fumble the by Trevor Lawrence. A fumble by Trevor Lawrence. And, and a missed field goal and an extra point. Oh, man. Kicking woes. Just tumble. Yup. The snowball effect. The Jaguars continue to make me question the reality of fantasy football. Do you know why? Why? They made Dan Arnold fantasy relevant. No, no, no. He no. leads the team in targets. He's literally Trevor Lawrence's favorite target. And I mean, to be honest with you, I expect that they continue to keep him as a top 12 tight end the rest of the season. I think it's a little ambitious because, mm-hmm. I mean, these are the Jags, Urban mm-hmm. Meyer. Uh, I don't, I, I don't feel it. I, I just don't feel it. You don't feel it. Right. Kinda I, I just think that it's kind of, it's weird because the thing is I was hyping up Trevor Lawrence and Trevor Lawrence is, you know, not it. Is Trevor so, Lawrence not it or is Urban Myers not it? Ah, uh, you're right. I think it's probably Urban Meyer and the Jags and, and the owner. I, I think it's everything, but Trevor Lawrence It's probably LaVishka too. You know, so I'm just throwing Agnew. everyone under the, be- the bus. Oh, Agnew. Yeah. Agnew's the one commanding targets as the wide receiver. And I'm, we're, we're all confused. But yeah, crazy. I don't, I don't understand what's going on with the Jaguars. Stay away from them in your fantasy lineup, except for one player. And that's James Robinson. Yeah. And on the bright side for the other team, Jonathan Taylor is off to a very hot second half of the season. Very scary. Something to monitor, though, because he hasn't played his bye. And when he comes back from his bye, very tough, I think, very tough schedule for him in the fantasy playoffs. So just something to consider. Moving on, though, we have the Panthers. Another surprising game. 34 points against the Cardinals. And I think what surprised me the most was that CMC is looking like he's back to his like regular form. And yet he still got vultured away from TDs, but he still put up a lot of fantasy points. Yeah, I think on the other side, reality hits, or it hit Arizona. Colt McCoy can no longer beat this week's opposing team. Cameron Newton, though, like one one pass TD, one rushing TD. I, I guess that was the guy that vultured the touchdowns away from uh, Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now he'll start week 11. Did good enough to start the next week. Would you pick him up in fantasy? I think so, and you hope that you're getting points the same way that Lamar Jackson's getting point because I think Cam might just run and be like an older and slower version of Lamb Lamb. I'm he's sorry, like, Cam. Do not come after me. He's a scary I think, man. I think he's what Josh Allen's going to be in like seven years. You think so? They have the same athletic frame. They do, but I... Except his arm's going to still be good. There you go. Oh, me, okay. There you go. That was the missing See? piece. There you go. See, now Cam will go after you. Uh, no, 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 no. We'll move. Okay. We'll move on to our next game. We have the Minnesota Vikings, who I think upset the Chargers 27 mm-hmm. 20. 
Christmas and... came early for me. Chargers lost. Chargers. <laughs> Ooh, boy, you're going to be happy about the other games then. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't know what Mike Williams has to do. Actually, I do know. He needs to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner with Justin Herbert. <laughs> like right now. Is he not I, even doing breakfast right now? I have no idea, but the Chargers losing can, I, I honestly believe, can literally be related to the fact that Mike Williams has dropped from wide receiver four to wide receiver 40 over the past five weeks. You know, to add like, like, like insult to injury, the Vikings had five players on the COVID list. And also, in addition, they had a lot of injuries, which caused them to have um, five defensive starters missing, including Harrison Smith. And they still, the Chargers still lost. The Chargers also lost three of their last four. So is this like a whole offensive issue or is it really Mike Williams? You know, I really don't know. Yeah, they didn't even have Patrick Peterson either. And game was the most frustrating part. What? They've lost like three straight out of their bye. Like, isn't like yeah, your bye yeah. week when you're supposed to like, you know, make the corrections? No, no, no. They, they took a break. Like, you know, bye. another player that took a break during their bye. Henry Ruggs. Moment so the Eagles, <laughs> the Eagles beat the Broncos 30. Yeah. I was having 15. a nice night. You know why? <laughs> All right. You, you, go, go ahead. Go ahead. The Eagles beat the Broncos 30 to 13. And man, I, Devonta Smith continues to turn heads, but I'm going to be real with you. Even though he's been popping off, I don't see him more than a wide receiver two or three. And he's good enough. That, I think. He's good enough, right? He's a good flex play, but it's literally because, which is ironic, that since Miles Sanders got hurt, this team is actually the most run heavy offense. Jesus, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, they really, they're relying on the run. They're making Jalen Hurts do less. And the Eagles have been winning, actually. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, how the Broncos won last week. Mm-hmm. See, I love it when they just like kind of yo-yo back and then look like this the week after they win. And because of that, I think every Broncos skill player is risky to start in fantasy. Like, I wouldn't even try to own them. Like, I think it's a very unreliable offense. Probably because of Teddy Bridgewater and Vic Fangio, but I would leave Sutton, Judy, and Tim Patrick on the bench. Like, I mean, would you start Judy? I know, I think you have Judy, right? I do have Judy. I'm, yeah. To be honest, he's probably going to have to work his way to a starting lineup. Exactly. I think you sit past catchers, but you can start the running backs because they have the easiest running back schedule. I know it's a two-headed giant. I know it's Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, but I think they both do well in the second half of the season. All right. Okay, so every skill player that's a wide receiver, you sit, running backs, maybe give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Yes. A team that you might have to start sitting more skill position players, it's the Seahawks who dropped a, who dropped a donut against the Packers, 17-0. to zero. It was a very weird game. What does dropping a donut mean? What does it look like? Oh, like a hole? Like, like <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, oh my. I am an idiot. <laughs> Moving on. Just forget <laughs> I asked what a don't. Okay. But yeah, um, I think the Packers defense, I know we don't talk about defenses often on this podcast. They are something, they're a team to really look into. They held both the Chiefs and the Seahawks to what, like under 14 points each? Very, very, very low amount of points. It's crazy. And 
I still think that there are better days to come for Russell Wilson and that offense, but the Packers are looking like a pretty good team now. Mm-hmm. I mean, quick injury news, Aaron Jones down for one to two weeks with a sprained MCL. And like we said earlier, AJ, I see my analysis with that AJ Dillon would easily like his floor is a low end RB one. And I think RJ said that he'll be eat like an RB one instantly. But that's just my analysis. I think in this, uh, in other news in this game, DK Metcalf, uh, I think he didn't know he got ejected. Did you see that? Yeah, video? I saw that. That's <laughs> hilarious. And then Pete Carroll threw like a, like a mouse desktop mouse. His, his flip phone. <laughs> yeah, whatever the hell it was, he threw it on the field as his challenge flag. Uh, I don't know, man. The Seahawks just looked very embarrassing. But um, for Russell Wilson, and I think people are concerned about how he looked coming out of his injury. There is like some report, which I actually believe, because he still has metal in his finger, right? Lambeau Field, it was really cold. And when that happens, the metal tends to harden up. So his finger could have been stiff, which is on his throwing finger as well. So that was the metal is going to be in there for the rest of his life, I assume, right? I think so. Because the metal is holding everything together, like, right? Or like, like, you know. I think it's going to be there for at least the rest of the season and probably in the off season, if it like regains stability, they could probably remove it. Uh, Interesting. Oh yeah. I I never knew, but I did hear about people having like, you know, like when they break their arm and they put screws in it, Mm -hmm. like during the winter, it kind of aches. Right. Exactly. It it gets cold or whatever, you know? Yeah. And and Lambo was like 20 degrees. Like, uh, literally. So, that's probably what Russell Wilson was kind of going through. I mean, they are playing in Seattle next game, so... Maybe Russell Wilson needs hand warmers. Hand warmers, yeah. And also, this is the first game back. You're right. You're you know right. Saying? So, there's that. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, here. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just start, okay? We got the Chiefs, the Raiders. Um I think we all know who who won and who lost because it was a Sunday night game. Everyone watched it. The opposing team did a fantastic job at showing America how they don't want to win. Fantasy-wise, I pick up Hunter Renfro and maybe even start him. There's not much outside of Renfro. I don't know why Darren Waller is still ranked as a top five tight end every week when he is putting up these numbers. It makes no sense to me. I would sit Waller. I tried trading away Waller. It's not working because everyone sees right through it. Just, just start Renfro. You're trying to trade away Darren Waller? I'll gladly I don't take want Darren him. Waller. I tried I'll giving gladly. Yeah, yeah. You want to? I'll gladly take Darren Waller for what? Do you, do you right have now, a decent... Do you have a... Who do you have to replace Darren Waller for me? Oh, that's unfortunate. Oh, do you trust DJ, TJ Hawkinson? Plus <laughs> another player. I have to think about that because I have TJ Hawkinson in the other league and, you know, mm-hmm. he scored as many points as me and you did. Combined. Exactly. Yeah. Very, very much agree. But I mean, I'm going to tie this back together. And this is me not trying to sell you into it. Mike Gesicki had eight targets and literally had zero points. Why did yes. that happen? I don't yes. know. I, yeah. But there are better games to come for Mike Gesicki and TJ Hawkinson. They are too talented to not get production. So if you have them, don't panic, especially because you're like the number one option. Now, that was like, if that was Dalton Schultz who got like what two targets, then no you'd points. be worried. I'm concerned because he's not the yeah. number one target. I see. They have to mean. look to TJ Hawkinson, they have to look to Mike Asiki. That the is value true. Will be there. That is true. That is true. 
All right. I'll lead you into the Monday night game since you probably want to talk about this. You know, mm-hmm. Monday yeah. night, Rams, Monday night, the Rams lost the, to the yes. opposing team. They're no longer the opposing team. They're oh, the San oh, Francisco oh, 49ers now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, the Rams score put up 10 points. I mean, they looked lifeless. The Niners defense, though, very good. Yeah. Niners as a whole put up 31 points. Brandon Ayuk, who is she? No idea. Debo Samuel's carrying this team on his freaking back, man. They are literally using him as often as possible. They got him in the run game. They got him doing his usual catching passes. It's what, third and five with six minutes left, and he's out here running slants to ice the game. He's Garoppolo looking good. Oh, yeah. Did you see his? Did you see his average depth of target though? No. I don't think it went past 15 yards. That's, that's okay. It's okay. I don't think Mac Jones throws past 10. Mm-hmm, but they got the job That's all done. you need. Yeah. That's all you need, right? Dub's a dub. Man. And really good win for the 49ers, I will say. My question for you, Ryan, does the Odo Beckham curse continue after the bye for the Rams? I don't think so. I think he's going to... Hopefully, he will spend the bye week uh, studying the playbook and not mm-hmm. playing Call of Duty. Uh, but yeah, if, if he studies the book, I think he he'll he'll get it. I think the only sure thing though on the Rams' offense is Cooper Cup. He managed he still managed seventeen points in a crap game. Like he didn't know garbage time, got the seventeen points. Uh, I mean, in real life, he's so good that I think. Did you hear people in his dad's fantasy league will not give his dad courtesy of drafting anymore <laughs> yeah, after this after this uh, after this season? I want to say which is good, but I mean, like that was that's really funny. I remember seeing that on social media. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit more pessimistic. I don't even think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be the wide receiver two for the Rams moving but, forward. So Van Jefferson's the guy. I think Van Jefferson's the two. Oh my God, no, I, I think it's Beckham. I don't know. It's Another, just uh, uh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. You you probably were about to say it. Oh no, I was going to say something. I was going to talk about Robert Woods actually. Oh, I was going to talk about Von Miller. <laughs> there are other additions. Okay, really, really quickly. So like he also made his debut, and I think George Kittle, you know, made him look funny. <laughs> oh yeah. So Poor I don't guy. understand what's going on. Like these two new additions, everyone mm-hmm. hyped them hyped them up, and then you're right. Like they don't look that great. They don't look that great. Someone pointed out that Robert Woods, or like how important Robert Woods was to this team. Do you know he was the number one blocking wide receiver? Oh, I did like, not know in that. In the league. Oh. And he was also team captain and all these things. And people are like starting to wonder, like, you know, maybe they couldn't get the running game going because they don't have Robert Woods as that lead blocker. Because whenever they would, <laughs> which is bad. And I don't know why I was like, the only one that noticed that. When they're running the ball in one wide receiver sets, Robert Woods is the only he's the wide receiver that's out there. So oh, if there's one wide blocker, because he's the blocker, makes yeah. sense. Oh so my god! I don't think Odell can do that. Maybe Van Jefferson can, but I'm curious to see how the Rams, I guess, look after the bye. I don't yeah. know if they'll be as productive now. I think we're ground. all curious. Yeah, Ryan, I think you're curious about one more thing. Yes, the charity league. It's the charity fantasy league. Do you know who won? Probably us. We knocked down the number one seeded team. You team Dynasty owner in a nail biter, one twenty four to one twenty two. He had Cooper Cup and we had George Kittle. And you know, like after halftime, I was super happy. 
And then that last the drive, garbage time, yeah, just kept throwing a Cooper Cup, and it's it's a one point PPR. So each oh. throw, each catch, going up, we were up like 124, 118. He had like three catches, and I'm like, Ryan, I think we're gonna lose in my head, but you know, we held off, and we won. Are you happy to be on the other side of a situation like this now? You know, hundred percent. Yeah. See, now you I'm, know how it feels to win by a point rather than yeah. lose by a point. <laughs> yes. It it feels good to finally hang on and not choke. So where are we ranked? Are we? We are currently four and six and we are the ninth seed and we are playing the eighth, the eighth seed and we're projected a 95% chance to win. Uh, so we're making it the playoffs. Choose that charity, man. Choose that charity. We are a very scary team. We made no bad decisions, even though Robert Woods got hurt. Yes, we picked up Van Jefferson, though, as a replacement, which was good. Good decisions we made. Our team is projected 149 points this week, which is the third most in the league. Very solid. And do you know who our RB2 is this week, Ryan? AJ Dillon. It's AJ Dillon. We yes. finally have two, two good running two backs. Two quality running backs. It so us, since we yeah. since AJ Dillon's starting, I think I propose that we should donate to Team C's. I don't know if you've no. seen Team C's on YouTube where we're either clean not. Mr. Beast is cleaning trash out of the ocean. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Definitely should take a look into that. But yeah, that's I'm excited to, to pick a charity soon because. I feel like we can definitely make a playoff push. But yeah, that's yeah, all you that should I tell have. the owner of this league, be familiar with Team C's. You're sending them money. <laughs> just, just send them a DM. <laughs> yeah. Just, just just type in Team C's and just send. <laughs> He'll know. All right. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening and may the football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys again next week when we review week 12 of the NFL regular season. And that's the T. And that's the tea. Take care, y'all.